0: I recently revisited the John Carpenter and Deborah Hill original Halloween from 1978, which is just just stunning in every single way. So having that really fresh in my mind and having the the David Gordon Green kind of um rebooted but continuation of Halloween as well, which came out in 2018, th- I was really primed for this. And it's probably one of the most violent Halloweens. It's got some really visceral kills. It really surprised even me, and I'm a hardened horror and gore fan. And it really kind of, you can tell the only kind of negative thing I'd say about it without going into any spoilers is that it does feel a little bit like an in the middle film so this is the second one in a planned trilogy of rebooted Halloween films that David Gordon Green is, is making and it does feel a little bit like that it feels a little bit like the two towers of the new Halloweens but mm-hmm. that said just like its 2018 predecessor it does also feel like it's tapping into something a little bit bigger than itself perhaps a bit more in the nose than in the the 2018 film, but this does kind of feel like a post-Trump film in many ways. It taps into the sense of, of mob mentality and mob violence and of people being extremely angry at something. And not quite knowing where to direct their anger, and and that comes off really really strongly. And and Jamie Lee Curtis, of course, can I mean she can do no wrong in my book. And she's hmm. not as present in this film. Her character is kind of wounded uh, after the effects after the the ending of the of the previous film, and and she's very much kind of um staying in the hospital for a big chunk of it. But it does not mean that she is kind of removed from the story. She's very much present, and the. Film picks up immediately after the ending of the the previous Halloween and kind of taps into not just Laurie Strode, her character's trauma, but it taps Mm. into the trauma of the entire town of Haddonfield. So I think it works really well as a sequel to Halloween 2018. But there's a lot of um, very direct nods and wings and reimaginings of the 1978 Halloween. So actually for hardcore fans of the franchise, I'd really recommend revisiting the, the first one specifically, perhaps the first two before they go in to see this one, because then you'll have particular images and characters really fresh in your mind. Mm. How do you feel about the whole notion of this, you know, the, the, the rebooting of this franchise? I'm actually very for it. I think they came into it Ah. with a very clear vision for what they wanted to achieve, with a very clear both visual aesthetic that they wanted to go Mm. for and a sense of story that feels like it's going somewhere. So it doesn't feel like it's trying to retell the story of Halloween from 1978, which was what the 2007 remake was trying to do, when it kind of went way too much into the backstory of Michael Myers. And frankly, I think Michael Myers works best as a villain when the less we know about him, kind of the more... um, faceless and shapeless he is because he is like this void of evil and Mm. and that works really well on many in many ways because we can project our own fears and anxieties onto him and because frankly I think what this new trilogy, rebooted trilogy has done is really put Laurie Strode very much at the center of all of it and I've always thought that she is the beating heart of the franchise and I think David Goddard Green kind of comes at it from that perspective as well so the fact that they really flesh out and make Laurie a very damaged bruised flawed but very strong and very human character at the Mm. heart of these three films I think is the strongest part of it and her relationship with her daughter who's played by Judy Greer and and her granddaughter those three generations of essentially final girls coming together and understanding each other and talking to each other and butting heads as well I mean, this is all stuff that I'm that I'm here for. So it really goes into the psychology of the characters so much more, while at the same time delivering quite brutal kill scenes. I mean, like I said before, this film probably has the most brutal scenes out of the entire franchise. I'm including all the remakes and all the weird rune conspiracy sequels as well.